values. This is WMNF Tampa 88.5 FM. Listening to the Sunday Forum. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Giles Snyder. Former President Donald Trump won Republican contests in Idaho, Missouri, and Michigan this weekend. And he will likely net more than 120 delegates toward the Republican presidential nomination. Here's more from Michigan Public Radio's Rick Pluto. Trump had already won last Tuesday's Michigan primary, the first stage of the state GOP's quirky two-step delegate selection process. This weekend, Trump swept the Michigan caucuses, winning all 39 national convention delegates. Michigan Republican Chair Pete Hoekstra says with the caucuses over, the stage here is reset. It's kind of the launching. It's it's win in November. Michigan is a critical swing state that Trump won in 2016, but lost four years later to President Joe Biden. For NPR News, I'm Rick Pluta in Grand Rapids, Michigan. A Hamas delegation is reported to have arrived in Cairo for talks on a ceasefire in Gaza. A Hamas source has been quoted as saying that an agreement on a truce is possible if Israel agrees to the group's demands. The BBC's Weira Davis has more. The sticking points are pretty complex but important. Israel, for example, wants to know which hostages are still alive and which hostages would be released by Hamas in the event of a deal in exchange for a greater number of Palestinian prisoners held by Israel. And those finite details have not been agreed upon yet. Also, Hamas has made it clear that it would like Israeli troops to, to leave Gaza as part of any cessation in hostilities, and it wants Gazan civilians to be able to return to their home areas in northern Gaza, which Israel hasn't agreed to in, in the past, which is why we shouldn't get ahead of ourselves. The talks in Cairo come a day after the U.S. carried out the first of what it says will be a series of airdrops of food into Gaza and ahead of a visit to Washington tomorrow of a top member of Israel's war cabinet. South Dakota lawmakers want voters to decide whether the state could add a work requirement as a condition for Medicaid eligibility. South Dakota Public Radio's Lee Strubinger reports a question will appear on the November ballot. State lawmakers resisted Medicaid expansion for years, but voters passed a referendum putting it into the state constitution in 2022. It covers those making $42,000 or less for a family of four. Republican Representative Tony Venheisen says not everyone in the expansion population is working. They're able-bodied, working-age adults, and so they certainly could be working. A lot of them probably are, but they don't have to be. That's not a requirement of Medicaid expansion right now. The plan would exempt people with disabilities. Critics say the paperwork will burden those who qualify and the businesses where they work. Most South Dakota health care groups oppose the idea. For NPR News, I'm Lee Strubinger in Pierre. And from Washington, you're listening to NPR News. In WNF Tampa. The Biden administration is issuing rules meant to safeguard the religious freedom of those receiving government-funded social services. NPR's Jason DeRose reports the new rules essentially undo changes made during the Trump administration. The Trump-era changes allowed social service providers that receive federal money to distinguish between recipients based on their religion. Those rules also allowed providers that get government grants and contracts to require participation in religious activities such as prayer, worship, or Bible study. The new Biden administration rules are meant to restore the religious liberty of recipients. Activities may be offered, but they cannot be required. The rules affect a number of federal departments and agencies, including justice, education, and health and human services. Jason DeRose. NPR News. Firefighters in the Texas Panhandle have been facing difficult weather conditions this weekend. Strong winds and low humidity are expected again today. A red flag warning for fire danger is in effect for the entire Panhandle into tonight. The Smokehouse Creek fire has burned through some 1,700 square miles. In California, Sierra Nevada, some additional snow is expected this week, but forecasters say blizzard conditions should ease today. Georgia last night clashes at an amusement 
amusement park included an exchange of gunfire with police. Authorities in Cobb County say one person was sent to the hospital after an officer returned fire. The incident happened at Six Flags over Georgia. Investigators say police were called to help after a crowd of up to 600 people ran roughshod through the park on its opening day. This is NPR News. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include Jarl and Pamela Moan, focusing on civil liberties, foster youth, public radio, and the arts. And the Public Welfare Foundation, committed to advancing transformative youth and criminal justice reforms. You're listening to WMNF Tampa, music and news. On Saturday, March 23rd, WMNF will be hosting a record and CD sale at the station. We're accepting donations now during business hours, so pack up your vinyl and CDs in sellable condition and bring them to the station between 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. It helps raise funds to bring in the music and news you love. For more information, call 813-238-8001 or visit WMNF.org. Thanks. Join me late Sunday, early Monday for Body Rock with Mike B. on WMNF 88.5 Tampa. The heavy metal disco train leaves the station at midnight for a three-hour dark journey into the sonic underworld of alternative music. Body Rock with Mike B. Sunday, midnight, WMNF 88.5. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the one and only DJ Spaceship reminding you that every Monday morning, that's right, every Monday morning on WMNF from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m., tune in as me and my co-pilot Nate Dog give you the music you love, the topics to get you talking, and the motivation to get you out your bed to start your week off right. <laughs> Yo, we are back here on the Sunday Forum. See, there it is, there it is. Boom. Y'all like that? Y'all like that? Yeah. All right. Well, Billy knows what to, you know what to put on that. Listen, we want to thank you for joining us this morning on the Sunday Forum. Um, this is your host, Walter Elspeth II, along with the members of the 4th Estate crew. Uh, Miss Annie is on the line, and Mabili's in studio with us this morning. Miss Annie, how you feeling? Good, I'm good. Well, I'm going to take care of some things. Well, I couldn't be in the studio with you today, but I still want to make sure I joined in. We, we, so we hey, know we're here. Hey, we call, we, we call that punching in your throat, baby. <laughs> we call that punching in your throat because you take care of business. That's it. That's it. That's, that's it. it. That's it. That's it. We, that's a private joke, of course, by the way, folks, that has, that has grown to mean something totally different. Not means taking care of business, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> she know what I mean. Um, hey, listen, we want to thank y'all for joining us here on the Sunday Forum and uh, here on Women's History Month. And it's not just this month that we will be celebrating Women's History Month. This month is just the icing on the cake, right? This is just part of it all. Um, mm-hmm. We have talked about some of everything. The, the, the fact that women, especially black women, have been at the forefront of, of all of our liberation movements. Right? Hey, listen, hell, in some cases, black women have been able to bring down liberation movements and, and restart them for the purposes of restarting them. Right? I'll I give you an example of what I mean. I'll give you an example of what I mean. Um... Give you perspective, uh, Marcus Garvey was, man, without question, one of the greatest leaders of the of the nineteenth, the late nineteenth century, early twentieth century, without question, right? But it was women, two women in particular, two of his wives, who were responsible for breaking him down and building him back up. And and bringing the U in order to bring the UNIA to the level that it need to be brought up to, in order to be successful. This is a fact. This is a fact. If you read his autobiography, uh, and if you read the the autobiography of of his wives, you will find 
that what I'm saying is true. And, and we have to we have to be mindful that women have been responsible for and are responsible for keeping us grounded as maternal beings, as universally maternal beings, um, and e- maternal and eternal beings, so to speak. Uh, because what happens with women? They they keep us doing what? Going on. Oh, yeah. Right? So they're eternal. As far as I'm concerned, women are... are they eternal. nurture us, keep yeah. us reproduced. They're eternal Reproducing beings. ourselves every, every day so that we can work. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And yeah. so it's important for us to, to do... To keep that in mind when we when we think about these movements. Listen, we, we got some calls on the line. Let's, let's get to these calls because there's so much more to talk about this morning when we talk yeah. about women's history. So let's get to these lines here. All right. Go ahead, Carly. You're on the Sunday Forum. Yeah, yeah. How are you doing here today? I don't know why today is such a sad day and stuff. You know, you said this, talked about uh, Rodney King and stuff, but today is March 3rd. March 3rd is my birthday. Happy birthday, Happy bro. Birthday. Happy birthday, man. Thank you. I, and and I we want to thank you, too, Bob. We want to thank you for your pledge. Uh, well, thank you. And I, I plan to finish that pledge uh, no later than December, at the end of this year. We will get that pledge to you. In fact, even more. Let me make it clear about how much it, how much it was. $650. No. Pledge. Wow. No, it wasn't. No. Oh, it wasn't. That's how much it was. No, it was $1,500. Oh, oh shit. man. No, you sound right, Walter. $1,500. I guess I got it wrong. <laughs> you got that real I wrong. I got that so wrong. You know, but I, I'm not always wrong. No, I got to the end of this. I'm going to do, no, seriously. $600, no more. No, no, it was $1,500. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I ain't no, gonna cry about Sunday Forum is very important <laughs> to you. Thank <laughs> you. So, anyway, but I just wanted to point out to you, you know, yeah, I hit the big 7 3. The big right. seven, Yeah, three. man. Congratulations, oh, man. Yeah, it's three. And your dad, your dad was 100 and how old? 104. 104 wow. when my father died. And I, yeah, my father died at 104. That's the genetics, boy. <laughs> you live longer and stuff. Well, I, hopefully I can, you know, because I mean, um, yeah, I, hopefully I, I, I can, can get it. And my dad still golf when he was a hundred and one. Oh man! And oh. wasn't for the pandemic, you know. And and there was my brother putting him in that nursing home. I don't want to leave that alone. That's <laughs> the worst thing you could ever do. But the one thing I I, I wanted to say, and that deals with healthcare. It seems that, you know, you ask us to eat all this nutrition and keep keep, keep care of ourselves and that sort of thing. And when you get older, you'll notice that our, particularly if you have older parents, you know, right now the health care system says, well, you know, he's lived long enough. Maybe we should let him just pass on and those oh, sort of things. Oh, no. And I mean, that happens. And it does. It's like, you know, when you hit 90, it's like, man, it's like they want to put you with the death sentence and stuff. You don't know how long many times I had to fight folks with uh, talking about my dad. Oh, he lived a good life. Maybe you should just put him in, have him retired and all that kind of foolishness. Well, they tried to pull stuff. that with my dad. They tried to pull you, that you, with my dad. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, you know what I'm talking about. So the help, whereas you go to Cuba, when you go to Cuba, man, it's interesting how they take the old people come in and they bring them to the little park or those little sites and have them exercise and stuff. I mean, like, uh, in those places, and you're, you're, when you're elderly, you're respected. I mean, they're like... 100%. You're absolutely correct on that. Right. They respect hey. their elders here. And uh, America is totally the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> totally the yeah. opposite. And, but you're absolutely and right. And in China and all those places, they're yeah. elders. When you get to that point, you are respected on a whole other level. Absolutely. And, and, and China, I mean, and, and South Africa, the very same. You know about this, yes, uh, uh, brother. Well, you yes, know, sir. in this country, oh, man, you just... You just a uh, 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 baggage that's wasting his place. And our insurance uh-huh. company industry, she got me started on another subject here. Uh, <laughs> same way, like you're, you're, you're useless garbage. You know, we got to get you out the way so we can make uh, more money for our shareholders and stuff. And you're nothing but a drag on the system. But also, I mean, it's, well, anyways. But the, the point is, I, I just wanted to point out that I hit the big 7 3. 
and we still are writing you are within the norms.com yes. and uh, take a look at the last article where we show expose that the I want people to read this art it's about that shows you that this whole thing opioid thing is mm-hmm. a complete hoax just read what the work of Ronald T Libby had warned us and broke it down to how they developed this thing how the fact that these uh these the, the, the DEA was caught they had been doing their job, and they had to go to a new, a new area, and that was targeting doctors and pharmacies. Mm-hmm. And it's just a fascinating how he wrote this and stuff. That's just 2005. But anyway, but I, but I would thank everybody. So that uh, it's seven. Uh, I hit the big seven three, and you know, just keep, 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 make, stay healthy and, uh, and and alive and aware. And that's all, right. all I got to say this morning. Hey, Doc. Thank you again. Back Listen, March 1st. Hey, to my grandson and my daughter's March 1st. Right. So thank you again. Happy Thanks. birthday. You bet. Bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah, your baby boy, Dante. No, no. He was February 13th. I, no, they, oh, they, okay, they come okay, in okay. close. I got six of Dante was February 13th, day before Valentine's Day. And my um, little Antonio and my daughter, Princess, is March 1st. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right. But he's like, our, our elders are definitely celebrated and appreciated in other countries, not like it is here. No. Um, this is our education system, you know, and I, they, they want to always compare us, but it, don't compare us, just make us better, okay? Elevate our education system to a higher level. Pay our educators what they need to be paid, you know? And yeah. again, hold those hold all the principals accountable. The PTAs, be like it used to be back in the day. Them parents stood up. Them parents, them parents sat down, stood up, and everything to make sure their children was educated the right way, to make sure they held that principal and that teacher to the levels in which they should be held to, to teach our children. And we just don't have that same thing anymore. And it's not because we can't have it. We can. It's just like Miss Connie said. You just need to stand up and be held accountable, be responsible for how your child is being taught, for the, the, the conditions of what your child is being taught in. Right. Make your voice heard. That's what we're here for. And again, I'm always tell you, I'm gonna call you to action because I'm passionate about it. And I'm not speaking of nothing that I have not done for myself or done for those around me. Go ahead. Let's right. get to the next call, my <laughs> Okay. Uh, definitely. And we're gonna go right away to the to tele, uh, back to the telephone lines. One of our emailers has written to remind us. Well, number one, that this show tells it like it is, and it. that women are most invaluable. Let women run things. They do much better, a much better job. And look at all the women who have led countries around the world. Mm-hmm. They leave their egos at home. So that's another way that the United States is lagging with so many other countries in the rest of the world. We have never elected a female president. And if we get one because we don't uh, we don't have a whole lot of confidence in Biden's age, which is another thing that's different from around the world, as was just said, that we don't respect getting older in this, the biggest, most efficient economy in the world. Why is it that we don't we don't respect getting older? We don't respect the experience. We don't ex- respect any of that. We just want to lay it to the wayside. Right. So, you know, it should be considered just as good as gold, people's experience and, you know, people's institutional knowledge and emotion intelligence in this world we need more of that but yeah as i promised we got to get back to the telephone lines <laughs> this is the sunday forum with walter l smith the second andy miles is co-hosting with us on the on the telephone and we're gonna go back to the telephone lines go ahead caller you're on the sunday forum good morning how's everybody doing doing well good morning. well thank you that is good this is yvette lewis president of the yes. NAACP. All right, I want to tell you, welcome. <laughs> yes, in this month and in last month, Black History, um, you know, we had a victory with just, you know, Walter, you talk about uh, the 75% of the staff over there at just was um, substitute Super, teachers yeah. and not qualified teachers. Well, that's because the previous administration uh, superintendent told them the school is going to be sold and the school was going to be moved. So I want to let you know, with a lot of advocacy and a lot of fight in the room, in the back room, the NAACP did not stand for it, did not listen to it. We had our legal team right there and we fought and we fought and we won this fight here. So, um, 
I just want to thank everybody who showed up to those board meetings um, and stood up for just. But I just want to let you know, when you all stand together behind an organization that has uh, been fighting for people's civil rights for well over 100 years, Mm -hmm. and standing there, we all can do this. Because when we all fight, we win. And, And thriving together. Uh, you know, I had to overcome people, Walter, that looked like me that wanted to sell the property. But, see, we can't sell for them to keep selling our property or taking our land. That That's is it. our history. Okay. Then they wanted to say, okay, they wanted to compromise and say, well, we're going to get a K through eight. But then you would have took one name away from it. Our history is our history. I wasn't going to settle for them to just take one name and put it there. No, we have history with two. Mm-hmm. So we're going to put both names there. We did this. And, and, and the fight was real. And the struggle was real. And, mm-hmm. um, and you saw the works of our efforts, and that's what happened. Um, you know, there's a lot of fight that goes on. Um, and I get my strength. We're honoring women. Yes. My mother raised seven kids on a house uh-huh. salary. I saw my mother. Stand there. I saw my mother work five jobs at a time just to make ends meet. I saw my mother said, I want my child to do better. So I saw a lot, and that's where I draw my strength from. Yes. That's that's the key. We got to do better as black folks and understand that people will continue to tear us down as long as we're divided or as long as somebody want to stand up and pump their chest and say, huh, I did this and I did this, or yeah. I'm better than you and I'm better than that. No, it doesn't matter of how dark your skin is, how light your skin is, how straight your hair is, or how kinky and curly your hair is. No, no, Missy, a fight is a fight. <laughs> Let's fight. And see, and when we do it, we do it because we got a victory. We got two brand new schools coming to the urban core. Mm-hmm. Brand new schools with key leaders on that school. Yeah. We're going to tell the history of C. Uh, G.B. Stewart. We're going to tell the history of Ernest E. Just. Because our kids that go to that school, they need to know that history. They need to know it. That's right. That's right. It's shame on the city of Tampa for trying to take the land. Shame on Tampa Housing Authority, the related group, for trying to take the land. See, Walter, I'm going to just call it out. Call it out. Call it out. Shame on them. And shame on the people who stood there that looked like me that accepted it. Mm-hmm. But I tell you this, I not only brought my chair, I stood up and I banged my fist on the table, and this is what I challenged. Terry mm-hmm. Harvey said, you're going to give me something to take back to my people. Hello. <laughs> Hello. And that's exactly what we did. You, you, ch- you, yeah, say, you, ch- you say you channeled Perry yeah, Harvey. Appreciate it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You said you channeled. That sounds like it. <laughs> That's it. And our next fight is we're going to bring all of our, we're going to bring the black families black over there. We're going to bring all our families and children back to go to that school with pride. That's right. That's right. That's That's right. right. That is right. Because our communities, let's be real, they are gentrification is real in our communities because you got, you know, people running this city as a policeman's mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, keep people so, in line, keep people in their place. Yeah. That's it. And you yeah. break up the masses of the people because mm-hmm. we don't have no problem. Yeah. I, w- I want to say she just affirmed that statement that um, Angela Davis stated. When she said she stood up out of her chair and she banged her fist, 
Basically, she yeah. did exactly what Angela Davis said. She said, Angela Davis said, I'm no longer accepting the change, the things I cannot change. I'm changing the things I cannot accept. Mm. And that's what she did. Thank you. You are appreciated, Mr. Betty. You are appreciated. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> and let you know, and, and, and everyone knows that the NAACP Hillsborough County Grant is here, and we ain't going nowhere. All right. All right. Going away, but thank you so much for this wonderful opportunity. I appreciate y'all. Y'all keep up the good work. Anytime, and thank you very blessed. much. Anytime, and thank you very that's much. Mm. Let me tell you, boy. That's how women fight. That's what we need. That's, that's right. What we call you guys to action to do. What she just stated, everything she stood up and she fought for your community. She fought for your history. Understand what that means. So again, I say to you, how dare you not? Stand up and be accountable as well. How dare you not? Because I can tell you, as a as a parent and as a grandparent, it's important. It's important because you're not going to always have those Missy Vest Youngs to be there for you. So you have to be ready to stand up in their place. You have to raise your children to be strong enough to stand up in their place to fight for their next generation. We are a legacy of one another. So it does not matter what background you came from. We are still a legacy of one another. Mm. That happened. Well, we got another call about Billy. I love that. Everything she said, it, it gave me chills. I see. <laughs> Good grace of life. Good yeah. grace of life. Women on the front lines uh, yeah. once again. Stop wars and all types of stuff. <laughs> man. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we got another call. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. You got another call. I'm on the Sunday Forum. <laughs> hey, man. I'm loving it as much as I can love it. I love my women. All women. All flavors. All. I ain't going to go to. I appreciate you all. Take it easy, hey, baby. Take it easy. Wait a minute now. Hey, wait a Hold on. I respect you all. So I have to leave it like that because, you know, as dark as my, grand, my uncles are on my granddad's side, they like uh, sickly chocolate chocolate. <laughs> He told me one day, where great grandmama, they looked up one day, he said, Who this woman? He said, Oh, that's y'all grandmama. <laughs> so okay. I ain't gonna even go into it. You know what it is. But anyway, <laughs> this is what I called about. Uh, first of all, all gratitude to the women in the world that's running and kicking this thing and helping us because it's, it's a stinking, funky situation. Uh, okay. I just want y'all to, I want y'all to look at, at this. Here. I saw it. Me and my son went over this. This guy's name was uh, Theodore Allen, if any of you familiar with him. Okay, now he wrote this book. I think it's, it's something like Colors. I didn't get the title because we were so deep into the conceptualness of it as how the color white was created and how it was used and manipulating our society for a supremacy purpose. And so this is what is in action. Not they stealing our property. They trying to prove to you that they are supreme because they created a word called white. It never existed to the 1700s. It was only European. And the other Indian, mm -hmm. European, English, English. Yeah, it was English. I remember that from the movies. Hey, English. Hey, English. So they come up with this, and you just got a bunch of idiots trying to force that down everybody's throat still. They tried to manipulate 5% of the Americas with the Europeans at that time, and it was 85% of uh, natives. I'll just say that. Then they took, they couldn't do it, so they took 15%. And then they tried to manipulate the 15% against the 85%. So that's what we got now. And guess what? Back then, they revolted. It was the plantation owners enforcing this. That's who it is now. It's still the plantation. They don't want you that. You don't own anything anyway. They wrote it so that you can only own your building. You can't own the property that it sit on unless you're a moor. I'll drop that on you. Okay. <laughs> so uh, uh, we have a catastrophe of, of enormous measures after I saw this called the people it was being taught at a school and the people were sitting there like they were flabbergasted. I saw a brother like he wanted to tear the world up. But that's what they got. They done turned us against each other. I've been through this. Uh, on each other. I watched the other day, I'm gonna leave y'all with this. My sister, your sister, Connie Burton, was on my show. Mobile been on my show. I had a show, man. I ain't lying on yeah, TV. You did. Banging his thing. I told my brother, my son after I watched it, I said my, I talked to my brother, he said, Man, we was way ahead of everybody. And so we just at where we was at. We were telling them then that they were taking our land for nothing. And they was running us out of our homes, right, jacking up electrical bills, overtaxing us, and the gas prices way in the 2000s, just before it turned 2000, we was way on that. And Sister Connie is way ahead of this stuff, man, like me. And like y'all, y'all conscious. You're not, as I call it, woke. You're sensitive and you're sensitive. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, I'm sensitive. That's my feminist. I'm sensitive. Don't be playing with me. Man, you 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 uh, dug up the name Theodore Allen. I thought I recognized the name, and I do recognize that a playwright was the first to use the word white to describe people, and it wasn't used before. It was considered European, or you were just uh, a, a citizen of the European country you were from. But Theodore Allen is very interesting white writer. And uh, he tried to tell white people about themselves many a times. And in a few books I'd like to mention in 1969, he wrote, Can White Worker Radicals Be Radicalized? And uh, he wrote White Blind Spot and White Skin Privileged and uh, The Class Struggle and the Origin of Racial Slavery. And he talks about when his family moved to West Virginia, it was proletarianized. (laughs) Hey, <laughs> so he was writing for white folks to understand what was really happening in their name. And I, yeah, I'll leave you with that. He was against that, that white privilege because he said it destroyed society and it already was and it never will work and it don't work and they still got idiots that want to push it down your throat. That's what that uh, Trump society is. And as y'all were saying, in China, the old men be so old they can't walk and they be the leader. Yeah, he can't even walk. He just drank his little tea, had that long skirt on, and his eyes be so squinted like he done puffed him a couple good ones, and he good. He's yeah, great. but that that yeah. knowledge and, that... and he can lead, and he can lead because he got guess what? He got the wisdom and the knowledge. That's right. Uh-huh. Don't let them trick us. Don't let them trick us. No, they trying to trick us again. Ain't no privileges. If it's a color, when I told you when they go down there, they put white and black. I always check white because why are you gonna give me two a choice? I, it ain't nothing, brothers and sisters. Just. Why you give me two colors, man? It's more <laughs> colors than just white and black. So what the heck? Yeah. The first one I see, yo, the first one is what? Which one the first one you see? Well, I just checked the first one. Okay. <laughs> Forget about it. You you got questions. We'll go back to why you implement this on me and my society, my people's like this. Hey, we just humans. There is no difference. They, he talked about it. Ain't no difference anatomically or uh, as far as DNA. There is some, you know, differences and stuff. Higher jumpers, runner fast, whatever. But uh, anatomically, the color structure has no bearing. Yeah. See? And I already knew that. That's why I say when people come out there talking about y'all ain't nothing, and I, I said, well, I refuse you too. If you're going to refuse me, God, Jesus even said, you refuse me, I, I don't know you, you don't know me. So that's how that goes. Nobody's going to play your games, man. That's a game you playing. Yeah. And quit it. Cut it out. Taking property to try not like we can't have anything called... We got to prove we're superior, y'all, so ignorant, y'all can't take care of your property, so ignorant can't run your business. That's what that burning down, tearing up is about. Yeah. To reinforce an ignorant uh, social construct. That That's they're superior, that we can't build up anything, and if we do, they'll come and burn it down. <laughs> yeah, just to prove you're inferior. Yeah, just to prove it. What's that date? What's that date? I know. You, you got to do the structure show on me to show me. You take all my patents, take all my stuff, and destroy my history. That's the same thing that was destroying the history way back then. He's trying to get rid of who you were, give you another uh, identity, or destroy the origin of you. It's like they did. Talking about we from Africa. We've been right here, baby. All right. Hey, thank I mean, you, Ron. Thank you, man. I'm glad you. I'm glad you. Uh, you told you told us, reminded us of Theodore William Allen. I think we should. We should read up and write more about him, uh, especially that pamphlet that was expanded. We talked about class struggle and the origin of racial slavery, the invention of the white race. And that that was published in 1975 as a pamphlet, but it was expanded in in many forms. Uh, He claimed that the notion of white race was invented as a ruling class social control formation, which is what Ron was just alluding to. That was great. Thank you, Ron. We are still here. We got to go to some music, I guess. Yes, we do. And uh, in the last half hour, we got some Jill Scott talking about The Way. The Way, right here. Get in the way. Get in the way.
Natives who are fans of uh, Jill Scott this morning, and they're letting us know, you know, Jilly from Philly. You do not disrespect Philly artists. <laughs> Thank you, brother. We appreciate that. No, you don't. Don't get in the way of no Philadelphians. Don't do it. Don't do it. Especially not Jill. Especially not Jill. You better relax yourself. I'd love to do a fundraiser and bring Jill Scott down here to the Dr. Walter Smith Library. Oh, that would be great. You know what I'm saying? That's nice, Walter, yeah. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. If there's anybody out there who knows Jill Scott or would like or, or has some connect with Jill Scott, please get in contact with me. Uh, let us know. I would love to bring her in for a fundraiser for the library uh, to help uh, raise uh, funds for the programs there. Uh, you know, and, and mind you, WMNF has done a tremendous job of being a sponsor uh, and, and a big help for that. We really appreciate Randy Zimmerman for everything that she's done. Randy Z, thank you for for being such a a community person and being out there in the community. You know, she came out to the environmental um, workshops that we had. Uh, she supported it. Um, she came out there to the fish grits and Black History got some fishing grits. And, and mingled with some of the people, uh, and and they did not know who she was. They introduced her to some some of the folks there, and vice versa. And it was really a great time. Really appreciate Randy Z and the staff here at WMNF for being um, commu- really getting out there into the community. That 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 right there, makes that shows that yeah. makes a big difference. That makes a hell of a difference. Of a difference. That's, I think that'll be. I think that'll be awesome. If you can't get just got to come out support the library because it's such a good cause. Oh, I wanna. Um. I, I wanna start back off before we go to the next. I'm um, called the next song. The um. Last year when I was up there when we was talking, I wanna say it's Women's Month, but the reason we focus so hard and we say Black women is because there really is a difference. You know, whether you call me European or white, it doesn't matter to me at this point. Um. There's a difference with the white woman has been through and what the black woman has been through and continues to go through. Okay, the reason we always say we have to fight 
because it's factual. It's factual. We may not have to physically, as Jill Scott said, throw up them hands. Okay? <laughs> we may not have to fist, but we always have to fight in some form or fashion for what we have to demonstrate our worth, you know, and to show that we have value. You know, the difference, a white woman doesn't go through that too much. And if you take it back to the history days, understand something. Understand something very clearly, okay? And I had this discussion with um, a co-worker the other day. Um, even back in Paris and France and all this stuff, a white man having a, a black woman on his arm, it was like he was, and, and, and please forgive me for this type of analogy, but that's how I looked at it in my head. It was like a pony show. Like he wants to brag because she was an exotic animal. You know, because of the color of her skin. Right. You know, you want to wear it like that's some type of reward. Like, yeah, I can do this. Well, they have mulatto it, balls. They, they have mulatto it, balls. It, which it, was, it, makes which me, it makes me ill, you know. And then when we go through the thing, we say, okay, well, you know, a woman is a woman. No, baby, that is not correct. <laughs> that is not 100% correct. You have to understand where we come from, what we had to fight for. And as I said, we still do. We fight for our black brothers, our black sons and everything for them to understand who they are and the status that they should hold, okay, which be, which should be and is as a, as a leader, as a king of our people. But it's hard because they're constantly being beat down. You know, they're constantly being looked at as they're animals or something to that effect because they're trying to protect us. Take it back again a little further. When we were speaking of welfare and everything, you couldn't have a man in a home. That was another way of you trying to keep us down. So we as a woman, what do we do? We continue to fight. We continue to make sure our children ate. We continue to make sure our bills were paid. We continue to make sure they were educated because you want to take the head out of the house. Right. And, it took, you, and, 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 and you know what? And this is this is very important also. And a very big aspect of what you're talking about. Um, what was that uh, that movie with Diane Carroll and James Earl Jones? Claude, uh, oh, Claudine, yeah. Claudine. Claudine, mm-hmm. You know, it, that, that was the, the epitome of that yeah. particular episode exactly. in our history. Absolutely. And what's, what, what, was, what was irritating about that fact is that as stereotypical as it was, it was not so stereotypical to the point that it was not factual. They wanted to take away everything. Every time that woman had an opportunity to have something nice, uh-huh. just nice, they took yep. it away. The white woman wanted to take it away from her. And what and, and get he, he, he what I said? They they casted a white woman to take it away from her. They sent white women in to deal with black women. Yeah, absolutely. Now I, mm. I want to clarify something I stated. Now when I when I say um, white. White women, black women. The only thing I will say we do have in common in regards to whatever the fight was, that would have been the, the right for the women to vote. I will say, okay, yes, they, they they are part of that. But the other fights, baby, y'all didn't go through those journeys that we had to go through. Y'all didn't go through those journeys that our ancestors had to go through of uh, being raped and everything by the masters of the house and all that nonsense. Y'all white women did not experience that. Okay, you can you can stand in a crowd with us when we were for the rights to vote and things that affect, and even for right now for what's going on, what they trying to do with the abortions, tell you what to do with your body. You can stand in inequality and fight for that, indeed, yes. But everything else, no, I apologize to you for you not understanding. I'm not apologizing for what I'm saying. I apologize that you don't understand what I'm saying because mm. you do not understand the fight that mm. we go through, that we went through, that we continue to go through, and that we're trying to avoid our future generations from going through. That's the point I want you to clearly understand because you don't right now. Whenever you stand in, and I say this because it happened literally maybe three days ago, I was inside the store and I, I kept saying to myself, you know, when, when, when you when you educate yourself more, you learn more, you you become, I don't want to, I don't want to say passive, you become strong, but you become passive in another way because, you know, I'm not going to jump on you and hit you in your throat, Walt, as we say. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you a pass right now because I, I know I'm better than what my mind is telling me to do to you. You know, because I'm, sick. I'm in the store. I'm telling you. So to, just to give a praise to this part right here. Someone came into my yard. I am a homeowner and literally tied her freaking dogs to the post of my house. Now, let me explain to you the mindset of mm. this Caucasian person. Oh let me explain God. the mindset, okay? <laughs> I don't block parties for my neighborhood. They've never had one until I moved here. I had neighbors living next to each other for 18 years. They didn't know each other's names or anything, just <sighs> walking by one another. So when I came, I come from a community that we got together once again. We threw a block party. So I threw a block party here. Then they, they loved it so much. They, Miss Annie, can you do it again? I did it a second year, okay? White lady got mad. Like, oh, well, nobody won't come to my events. This and that. I said, okay, I'm going to let you go ahead and do it. Did it happen? No, it did not. Let me tell you what this woman did, okay? My truck was not in my yard. 
This woman has two dogs. I've seen her walk her dogs many a time. This woman came into my yard, tied her dogs up to the post of my house, and then looked into my camera. Looked into my camera. Hear what I'm saying? She said, oh, neighbor, you're so nice. And I'm using this term because this is how she sounded in my head, okay? Oh, neighbor, you're so nice. I know you wouldn't mind. I saw a stray dog, and I just want to make sure my dog's okay. So I just tied them up to your raw, your clothes. I said, this woman has lost her freaking mind. And my, those were the words that came to my mind first, okay? Oh, wow. Now, let's think about that for a moment. If it had been a black person that did that, it would have been APB out for them right now. You understand what I'm saying? You look, you literally admitted you know you're not in your own prop, your own space. You're in mine. Without my permission, but you want to say, oh, neighbor, because you're so nice. You called me neighbor, and I'm so nice, but what's my name? You don't even know my name. But you came up in my yard and tied your dog to my post. Now, the old Miss Annie, <laughs> because I know who this woman is, I would have went to her house, and it would not have been nice. Mm. But see, God God is good. He, he done took me to another place. Mm. So what I did was, I'm going to share your ignorance with your counterpart. Every other white woman I saw with a dog, I showed them that picture. <laughs> I said, let me explain something to you. I'm not nice. I'm not nice that you could come into my yard without my permission. When I literally have a sign that says no trespassing, let's be clear on that as well, okay? Because I'm the only black person on my block, all right? So let's be clear. But the audacity that they have, you understand what I'm saying? That's the part that just gets to me. So as I'm in the store the other day, it happened again almost. I'm literally standing there, and this white man, I'm talking to the man at Home Depot, because now I'm putting up a gate, okay, so nobody else can feel the need, the need to feel them so nice to come in my damn yard, right. okay? So I'm now building up pillars and everything. So I'm in Home Depot, and the guy is helping me. The white man literally came up and said to, to, the, to the worker, hey, I need your help because it looks like you're the only one here that's working. And mind, there was other workers around, so that wasn't true. So, and I need for you to come help. And I'm looking at him, saying to myself, and then my mind, my mind said, you see me? I see you, yeah. <laughs> I know I'm right, 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 right. I know you see me. Yeah. I know you see me, <laughs> So, he said, yeah, you're more. So, I looked at him. I waited for him to finish his complete thought. And then I looked at him and I said, he will not help you until he's finished helping me. Oh, no, no, I'm okay. not. I mean, <laughs> I was just saying, when he was finished. If I wouldn't have said nothing, you would have let this white man just come on. Stop helping me and just come and help you. You understand what I'm saying? Right. It's like, I, I'm so... I said, well, I'm so fed up, but I have to catch myself because you, you have to know the old you. And the old me, yeah, it wouldn't have been nice. So many words would have come out of my mouth to this man, you know, because of what I already experienced with this woman. Because I'm like, you've got to be kidding me that you really looked oh, at my camera and man. said, oh, because I'm so nice, you felt it was okay to violate my face. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. I, hope, I hope the audience, I hope you heard what I stated. Because it's very clear, we have to understand when I say why we always have to fight to show that your value is no less than my, no more, no less than my value, and vice versa. Every time. I am. Every time. I stand ten toes founded and grounded on what my God has created, and I am one of God's greatest gifts, the Black Queen. Do you understand mm. me? Mm. Understand who you are. Mm. Understand who you are. Mm. Okay. My dearly, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Let's see what this caller has to say. Yeah. This is the Sunday Forum. Go ahead, caller. You're on the air. I'm on the air. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Oh, thanks. I'm sorry. Oh, oh. I, I I started listening to the show a few weeks ago, and I have not missed a Sunday. Amen. <laughs> and so many say I I called specifically for one thing, but listening to the show. This is Miss TJ. Um, I live between Tampa and Dallas. Um, okay. Okay. I just went crazy right here. I'm like, oh, I, I can't. I got to start setting my alarm to make sure now I don't miss anything. That's okay. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm calling the, the the author, the name of the author, the prior caller to me that spoke to the gentleman. I think it was Theodore something. Theodore I mean, Allen. Mm -hmm. The name, His full name is Theodore Allen? Yep. Yes. Okay. I need all of them because that was very, 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 very interesting and informative information. And Queen Sis, I run into that situation on all kind of platforms. Mm. I try not to go outside much. <laughs> 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 Only because my bra holster fits very well. And I don't have time for all this nonsense, okay? Mm. <laughs> but the old me, I just smile and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> But that was my call, and thank you so much. 
for all the Thank information of this Please station. Continue. I love it. I love it. I'm setting my clock right now because I work Saturday night. I got to make sure I don't miss anything moving forward. <laughs> I'm on it all. Thank, I promise. You. <laughs> Thank you. I got to pay love to you. Keep doing great things in the information that you're giving a much needed community. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. We got another call, Mazzilli? Uh, no, that's it. Y'all know I'm at home, so that's why I keep asking. I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see this. Hey, listen, man. Um, you know, it's, it's it's about that time of being. Yeah. About that time. Are you playing another song before we go up? For some reason, I got Nina Simone on my head. We got a good Nina Simone we can go out with? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's about to come over me, Billy. Uh-oh. Something hit me. Here we go. So <laughs> Can I get an answer to my Nina Simone question, though? I don't know. We have time. Oh, oh. oh. okay. Oh. He's feeling it. He's feeling oh. some kind of way. Oh. 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 <laughs> He's having that out of body experience again. <laughs> this was what? Hey, 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 we do have another call coming in, though. Hey. Okay, let's hey, bro. Hey, bro. <laughs> what, what's going on, bro? What's going on, man? You all right, man? You all right? What's going on, sis? What's going on, sis? What's going on? We're respecting the sisters for this month of March. Yes, we are. The bros. The bros respect the sisters for the month of March. You know what I mean? This is sis. This is, this is Women's History. Women's History Month. Woo! Yes. All right, all right, all right. For the month of March, Saturday the 9th, the 2024 Pyota Chapter Talent Hunt coming your way to Blake High School, 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. We want to hear all the musicians, all the singers, all the dancers, and poets, all the youngsters come on out and hang out with the dogs, with the brothers of Piota Chapter of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. You want to get in contact with somebody about it? Let's talk to Brother Keith Smiley at 813-767-9933. That's Keith Smiley at 813-767-9933. Six seven nine nine three through a brother Marlo Blair eight one three four seven seven four two four zero Q's have phone numbers too, bro. <laughs> yo yo yo, who got next? What we got next? Woo! All right. Woo. We gotta walk it out, bro. We gotta walk it out, bro. As you all know, listen, bro. Listen, man. The bros do not step, we hop. <laughs> we got to stay in shape, baby. We got to stay in shape. Man, listen, we got to walk it out. Walk it out every third Saturday, 7 a.m. at Armature Works at 1910 North Ola Avenue. 1910 North Ola Avenue right here in Tampa, Florida. Call 813-440-9502. That's one. That's 813-440-9502. We, we do a walk it out, baby. We got to stay in shape. We got to stay in fighting trim, baby. Yes. Yes, it's the brother. Of Piota chapter, them cues, baby. All right, here we go, here we go, here we go. We want to say congratulations to the brother Sean Shaw. Again, we want to yep. say congratulations to the brother Sean Shaw, who's announced he's running for the county commissioner. Uh oh. Uh oh. And then, we have none other than. Shades of purple, baby. Shades of purple. Shades of purple coming out. That's the cruise with the cues. The cruise with the cues. Come on out. Saturday, June 29th. 
Saturday, June 29th at 603 Channel Side Drive. 603 Channel Side Drive. Check it out. You want an RSVP now, baby. You want an RSVP now. Check it out. Go to pieodachapter.org. Pieodachapter.org and RSVP now. Hey, folks, we want to thank you for joining us right here at Q Corner, and we'll be back with you. Oh, hey, don't forget, the conclave is coming to you. The streets will be filled with purple and gold, baby. To the end of the show, I thought we were done with the atomic stuff. <laughs> hey man, there you go. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You were, you were gone. You were out of here. You were checking out. Checked out. He was giving us some information while you were checked out. <laughs> that's, that's like what third, fourth time that's happened. Yeah, man. that's 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 yeah. happened a couple of times now. But I mean, it's stock full of information when you do it. Hey, man. <laughs> hey. Whoa, man. I got to go check, get that checked out. Better go to the doctor or something, bro. Man, that's crazy. All right. All right. Well, if you say so, that's what happened. Uh, hey. 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 What's going on? Hey, you make me want to use your mother's voice. Wild time. Wild time. Do you hear me? Oh, <laughs> Listen, oh. my Billy, I could have heard at least a half of a Nina Simone song by now. We only got three minutes. Give me some love. Do we have some, do we have some, um... Nina, Nina Simone. Simone, I'm certain that we can find some Nina Simone, but we have a caller on the line in the meantime. Go ahead, call her. Go ahead, Carlo. We, we don't want to have to cut you up, but I do need to hear some Nina. It's Women's Month. We get to get spoiled right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is like, wow. Okay, if I'm white, I can't talk to you? Is that what you're oh, saying? Oh, no, absolutely oh, no. not. That's not what we're no, saying. We want you to talk right now. It's really, Go like, since all three of you are talking at the same time, it's kind of hard for me to understand what you're saying. Well, what does that now say to you? Because you're all talking to me at the same time, it's kind of hard for me to understand what you're saying. Well, we'll, we'll welcome you on to, on to the show. Thank you. All right. I, I realize that you're fixing to leave and everything like that, but um, is that is that woman's name Simone that, that was on the show? No, that's no. who we're about to play, Nina Simone. <laughs> Nina Simone? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, I just I just want you to know that I really respect her for coming on your show and speaking her mind and everything. And I'm glad that um, she brought up the point that it's Women's History Month. Oh, yeah. It's right? my Annie. It's Miss Annie. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm Miss Annie. But, I'm one of the um, hosts. Yes. I used to be a teacher, and I just wanted to put my two cents in because what happened a lot when I was a teacher was... Um, a lot of parents wouldn't show up, like, for meetings and stuff. And I was white, and I, I worked in a poor school. There were lots of black kids and stuff, and, and other races, too. But um, the thing is, parents didn't show up. And here's my point. What if women were allowed to stay home with their kids hmm. and not have to spend time away from their kids all the time? How would that do? What if we go back to a time where women could be with their kids? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that. Would, I mean, that's all I want to say. We, that, we mean, still need two income households, don't we? Exactly. But what if what if you only had one car in your family? Mm-hmm. What if you didn't have to make lunches for everybody? What if you didn't have to worry about whether your kids had a good lunch or not? What if yeah. mom could just stay? That's home a lot of people's kids? reality right now. I know it's reality, but it really, I mean, we could dream about a lot of things, but what if we just dream about this one thing? I think it would save a lot of time and energy, but she needs somebody to support her, right? So, you know, who's that going to be? Hmm. I mean, oh, I'm sorry, Carter, but I, know grandma, I know we're about to go out. What's the point that we're trying to make here? What's the point you're making? Women should be staying home with their kids. Mm, go back but to this. How, how are they supposed to support themselves and their family? How are they supposed to support their family? Somebody needs to support them. 
Yeah, you I don't... know what? A lot of young people aren't getting married now, and I think there's one really big point I want to make that I wish I had known sooner that if I didn't stay married, I would never get any of my husband's Social Security if we got divorced. That's not right. Mm. You know, you have to stay married for 10 years. I'm an older person. If I had stayed married for just 10 years to that jerk I used to be married to, you know, <laughs> who wouldn't help me support my kids. Right. That's another People show. People don't even get married now. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, I mean, that's, that's a moot point. Let's make people sort of figure this out where women could stay home with their kids. It's Women's Month. I mean, just tell one person. If you just told one person, this is my dream, that women could stay home with their kids. All right. Well, that is a, that is another show, because right? that that's show. like going back to the fifties when you needed two, two, where you only needed one household, one income. We need to call back though. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. we another call back and call it. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I, I hear him, Billy. Is that Nina? I hear it. Uh, that's a. Uh, Who's that? That's a uh, Nina Simone is going to give us a historical. Strange fruits. I want to close out one of these nice and smooth and peaceful. Thank you guys for calling and joining us today.